from the heart of America. Blind Living Radio. Radio by the blind. For the world. You are listening to Blind Living Radio. Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Crapo, and I am one half of your hosting team. I am also the blind half of your hosting team. Joining me is Harley Thomas. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. How are you? I'm great. And just to let everyone know right away, Harley is the sighted half of our hosting team. Yes, I am. And today we're going to have a great topic. Yeah, today we're actually going to be talking about common myths uh, surrounding blind people and or the blind community. So I'm pretty excited about this episode. What do you say, Harley? I can't wait to hear all the myths because I know I had some perceptions before I joined working with you. And now I've learned so much in the last little bit of time with you that I'm amazed at all the different things that blind people can do every day. Every day, all the time. Every day, all the time. So uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Industries for the Blind, because working with uh, the people at Industries for the Blind has also taught us both a lot. It's taught me a lot about how to work uh, in a professional setting with uh, sighted people, and I'm sure it's taught you a lot about working with other blind people. And I think it's really neat how blind individuals work side-by-side with sighted individuals, not only in a manufacturing facility, but also in the office in a professional manner. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So let's get into some of these myths, because I know you're excited about them. The first one, and it's pretty much, to me, the most common myth about blind people is that because we can't see, our other senses are like superhero strength. Like my sense of smell is great, my sense of hearing I can hear for a mile, or you know, my sense of touch is I can feel each splinter of wood in the table, and that is just not true, as cool as it would be. But the superheroes have that, Danielle. Well, yeah. It's like a spidey sense. Right, but blind people are not really superheroes. We're just like you. What about what about what you feel in your fingertips when you read Braille? Well, the dots in Braille, you, you can feel them. Um, so your sense of touch does develop a little bit more than someone else's sense of touch, but it's not to where you can feel the grain of the paper. It's not exaggerated. It's just your senses are a lot like your muscles. The more you use them, the stronger they are. And do you pay more attention to things? Do you try, you, you focus maybe a little bit better? Yeah, I focus way more on what I'm listening to than maybe than you would. In the office setting, I can hear when the printer is going where maybe you wouldn't necessarily pay that much attention to it. But see, to me, the printer is a landmark. So if it's going and I can hear it, I know to walk around it. Do you see True. what I mean? I, I see exactly what you mean. So no super senses. No, just this, our senses are a little bit stronger, but that's out of necessity. And it's not high, like high level of a difference from what from your senses. So you're not exactly a superhero, but you are a superhero in many people's hearts. Right. Yeah. We can. I like that spin. Yeah. That's a good spin. Is there another one, Danielle, another myth we want to talk about? Yeah. Another one that uh, we hear kind of often is uh, all blind people have perfect musical pitch. Unfortunately, and my family can attest to this, I do not have perfect pitch. Singing in the shower, it's not pretty. (laughs) I've heard you sing behind a microphone, Danielle, and you have a lovely voice. Well, thanks, Harley. But you know what? I I stay in tune by the music. It's not... Because I have perfect pitch, the music helps me 100%. Um, there are people, blind people, that have perfect pitch, but there are also many sighted people who have perfect pitch. So this myth is debunked. So it's pretty much the population. The blind community is similar to the rest of the population with perfect pitch. Mm-hmm. I have a myth I'd like to t- ask you about. Okay. What about 
memory, and blind people have this above-average memory. Wait, who are you again? <laughs> oh, boy. That was low, Danielle. Low. Sorry. Sorry. Um, you know what? We use our memory very similar to how you do. There's that subconscious memory that we might use a little bit more than you do, like muscle memory. I, I know exactly how high the steps are in my house or here in the office, and so I'll know exactly how high to lift my foot. There's and, that one step that has kind of a weird slant to right. it. Right. And you have to know it has that weird slant to it. That's step number 17 on your way up, number two on your way down. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know the same step. Yeah. But see where maybe if we're walking somewhere, for example, um, my husband and I were recently walking somewhere. We were using our GPS, and we relied on it turn by turn. Uh, we, we didn't. You know, because we can't read the street signs, so the GPS told us everything, which way to go, if we missed a turn, et cetera. And maybe the next time we go to that same location, we will use the GPS maybe half as much. And then the next time we'll use it, you know, a quarter of the time. And then eventually we'll remember just by the feel of the sidewalk or the feel of, like there was a bridge we walked across. And so we knew that we were on the way, when we were on the way there, we felt the bridge. So on the way home, we also felt the bridge. And we were like, okay, we're in the right place. So... Does a blind person get as annoyed as a sighted person? Recalculating. Yes. <laughs> Recalculating. Yes. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. And they're not always correct. The GPS is not always correct. No, especially when there's construction in the road. I know you can see it coming up, but for us, we don't necessarily know there's construction until we slam into a traffic right. cone or something. Right. Hey, Danielle, you know what? We've got a great topic talking about, and it's interesting. Let's continue to talk right after this break. We'll be right back. I'm one of your hosts, Harley Thomas, along with Danielle Crapo. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio. From Industries for the Blind, providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I am one of your hosts, Danielle Crapo, and I am joined by Harley Thomas, who's my co-host. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. Glad we're back from the break. Yeah, that was great. So in this debunking of blind myths, there's also a myth. It's kind of it's kind of funny in a way if you think about it. When I was uh, in school, actually, people would ask, well, what, you know, what is your major? And I would say music or, you know, and they'd say, do you know Ray Charles? Um, do you know Stevie Wonder? And so the, one, the myth that all blind people know, all famous blind people, or that, you know, blind people are all going to be famous is not. True. It's Do you know Helen Keller? I don't. I know about Helen Keller. She's pretty cool. She is very cool. Yeah. But no, the blind community is pretty big, and it's it's very well integrated uh, with the sighted community. So just like all sighted people don't know Janet Jackson, you know, I don't know Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder. Danielle, do you think part of it is maybe it's maybe it's because I work with you now. Do you think that the thought of people knowing blind people, I think there's a greater awareness of it in the general public, like Christine Ha mm-hmm. and, and, and being such a great chef. Do you think some of those 
popularity things are are driving it, or has it always been that way from when you were growing up? Um, it's been that way since since I was little. But now, what's what's cool about it is that more and more blind people are showing the world that we can do everything that someone else can. Like Christine Haas, she cooks. She's a great chef, and she's showing the world that all blind people can cook. So then maybe if a blind person in a small town in Texas wins a chili cook-off, it's not going to be national news because they're blind necessarily. Maybe it's going to be national news because that is some good chili. And you cook yourself. You grill. I do. You can grill steak. You can grill hamburgers. Not fish, though. Fish is troublesome. Fish is tricky because it's short. And, and how do you cook things, Danielle? Use a timer, correct? Timer or... I know you're not supposed to use your sense of touch, but I learned that when a piece of steak is kind of firm, then that means it's medium rare or medium well, I'm sorry. Yeah. So just little same thing that you would do, you know. Well, and, and I, I think the, the, the whole perception of blindness and knowing famous people probably didn't always, they, they were not always a singer. Right. They did something before that. They had some sort of skilled trade probably. Right. That's another myth, isn't it? It is. Back in the day, and this one is actually true. Out of all the myths that we've kind of debunked today, this one is actually true that back in the day, there were very, very limited career options for blind people. You could baskets or play the, or tune the piano. And that went on, you know, for a long time. Uh, I still think that there are actually blind piano tuners in Wisconsin. But thanks to uh, places such as Industries for the Blind, such as National Industries for the Blind, they are changing the way that blind employment is perceived. Because, you know, for example, at Industries for the Blind, there's an I, a gentleman in IT that is blind. And back in the day, you would never think that a blind person would be able to maintain networks or take care of computers, right? And he does it effortlessly. He does. If I have trouble with the machine, he jumps on the machine and... It's like magic. It's fixed. Yeah, and more and more with the availability of technology and accessibility and with the Americans with Disability Act, more blind people are able to take different career choices. You've got teachers. Phone centers. Phone centers. Call, call centers are, are great. Yeah, and exactly. Source of employment. Customer service, uh, inside sales, social work, marketing, that a, kind of thing. A lot of things that use technology. Right. And technology, whether it's. It's social technology or website technology. All that is very easy for for you. Well, easy. You have to learn how to use the technology. Right. But once you learn, it's easy. But it's a possibility now. That door is open now where before maybe those doors were not open because there wasn't the ability to adapt. A lot of the technology is, is really opening those doors. So the times have changed and technology keeps changing. It does. And that's the beauty of... Again, agencies like Industries for the Blind, where they do keep up with their technology, and they make sure that their assistive technology is just as fast as, let's say, if you're upgrading your computer system, they're going to make sure that their assistive technology is up to par. And I think some of the training agencies that are around that that help train blind people on job skills. Yeah. I think there's some really good agencies that train job skills. I know we have one here in Milwaukee. Exactly. We do. And... The cool thing is that the agencies such as uh, that agency is actually called Vision Forward, they will teach you how to adapt your workplace. So if you're a sighted person that owns a manufacturing facility that wants to hire a blind person, you can go to a place like Vision Forward and they're able to help you adapt your work environment for blind employees. Which is really great because 
blind people have aspirations of non-skilled labor jobs also. Exactly. And we can do that. Yeah, exactly. They can do that. They can. This has been a great show, Danielle, and I want to thank you about debunking the myths on blindness. And thank you, HD, for hanging out with me and talking about these myths and hopefully giving a little more insight to our listeners. Well, I think we do provide insight, but I do want to take a moment and thank Industries for the Blind for supporting Blind Living Radio. You, the listener, be sure to sign up for our newsletter and events at blindlivingradio.com. Also support our wonderful sponsor, Industries for the Blind Milwaukee, where you'll find thousands of blind-made items at IBMILW.com. This has been Danielle Crapo, your host of Blind Living Radio with my co-host, Harley Thomas. Thank you so much for listening. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by Industries for the Blind, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Learn more at IBMILW.com.